This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Okay, so we know layoffs are hitting tech right now, but what should you do if your company starts laying off workers or if you lose your job? Fortunately, our next guest has some tips for how to make the job transition a bit smoother. Joining us now is Washington Post reporter Danielle Abril. She recently wrote an article called The Layoff Survival Guide, What to Do Before, During, and After. Hi, Danielle. Welcome back to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thanks so much for having me. And we want to hear from you on this one. Have you been laid off in the past year? How are you doing? And do you have advice for others who may be going through it right now? Our number is 866-915-WBEZ. Again, we'd love to hear from you. 866-915-WBEZ. Danielle, let's say that someone comes to you and, and they think layoffs at their company are on the horizon. What's the first thing that you would tell them to do? Yeah, absolutely. And and actually, Sasha, we're seeing a lot of that right now. Um, and yeah. the funny thing is, I think workers often think they don't really need to worry about it unless it hits them. But we spoke to a bunch of experts who say, you know, the preparation really begins the minute you start hearing wind of, or getting wind of that. And you should really do a few things before the layoffs actually hit. So the first thing that we learned from experts uh, that folks should do if they do get wind that there could be layoffs coming mm-hmm. is get themselves organized, um, really understand what their financial situation is, what their medical needs are, and, and what their local laws are uh, around unemployment and, and rules on notification. Um, they want to make sure that, you know, they've looked into, are there any doctor's appointments they can get out of the way? Do they have, you know, a, a federal savings account in which, you know, it's medical expenses, it's an account that's specific for your medical expenses provided by your employer, mm-hmm. and you can only use it if you have your employer's health insurance. So do you need to get some dentist appointments out of the way while you still have your insurance, while you still have access to that savings? Um, and then also start looking at your personal items, you know, get your the, your personal data together, your personal contacts, things that you won't get in trouble for taking, mm-hmm. um, but make sure you start to gather that because once you get laid out, it's kind of instant and you may be locked out of both the physical office and the digital office. Yeah, very true. And it happens fast. It happens very fast. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, and that's, go I, ahead. I mean, that's really just, I'm oh, apologies, Sasha, that, that's really just the first piece of it because there's so many elements of, you know, then you want to make sure you're connected to your colleagues. You want to make sure you're actually already looking for work. Um, applying for that next job, if you do intend to get a job right after you're laid off, it's not immediate. It takes months. It takes weeks to apply, to yeah. go through the process. So really using your networks and, and connecting to the colleagues that are there with you and the colleagues that you may have in your past that may serve you in the future. Yeah. Well, you know, let's go back to some of the, the before tips you just mentioned Danielle, and part of that was being uh, organized, right? And um, yeah. doctor's appointments and such you mentioned. Any other ways that, that you think folks can best take advantage of some of those existing benefits through their employer before they've got to go? Yeah, I, I mean, really, as I mentioned, Sasha, you really want to take a look at what you have access to now um, and what you can get out of the way. So think about uh, making some appointments that you may have further down the road. Get them out of the way now. Get your annual, get your physical, get your 
um, dental care, get all of that out of the way because you may not have um, the kind of insurance that you have now for several months. Mm -hmm. And it may be sort of thanking yourself early um, for what, you know, you may need down the road. Are there ways to leverage resources at your current job to, to help you find the next one? Yes, um, and I think that it's really important that, uh, you know, what we heard from experts is that, you know, if you're part of a layoff, um, there's a good chance that your colleagues are also in the same boat or there's some group of colleagues in the same boat. So you're probably all scrambling to do the same thing. So staying connected to the folks that are also probably involved in this, they're all going to be using the same resources, looking around, connecting, pulling from things. And if you can create some kind of system, whether it's, you know, sort of an offline WhatsApp group or, um, you know, just texting a group text where you can text each other and, and keep each other abreast of what's happening and who you're connecting to, you know, you can sort of create sort of like an emergency system of what you're hearing, what you know, not only internally, but externally as mm-hmm. to like, you know, we heard that this company is hiring a lot of folks in our job our job category. Um, and that can really help you not only with, you know, kind of getting organized and figuring out what's going on internally and what your next steps are, but also sometimes with the emotional aspect and just really feeling like you have companions through the process. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we've been discussing the recent layoffs in the tech industry at companies like Meta, Twitter, startups here in Chicago as well. And now we're getting advice on what to do if you find yourself suddenly let go from a job. Our guest is Danielle Abril, reporter at The Washington Post and also author of a recent layoff survival guide. A reminder that we're taking your calls as well. So if you were laid off, if you've been laid off in the past, how did you hear about it? Talk to us about what happened in that moment and how you felt. Did your company help you through the process afterward? Our number is 866-915-WBEZ. Again, that number is 866-915-WBEZ. So, Danielle, again, going back to that day, right? It's usually untimely yeah. when that happens, right, when you get laid mm-hmm. off. Um, walk us through what typically happens during a layoff. Have you heard from folks maybe a certain way that the message is delivered? Is there a consensus there? Well, it's pretty funny you mentioned that, Sasha, because companies are really taking uh, a number of approaches. And we've seen everything from, you know, getting an unexpected email to being thrown in a, a Zoom room of a thousand other people and being said, you no longer have a job. To the Which is so wild to touch. me that we've that we've right. we've come here, you know. Uh, yeah, where you literally are just watching a broadcast of somebody saying thank you and you no longer have a job, or maybe not even the thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. But right. Um, you know, and, and then there's everything up to the personal touch, where it's you know, you, you get a phone call or you get called into a meeting and you get more personal attention to ask questions. So it really does take a number of uh, sort of models as to how people are getting laid off, and you really should be prepared for any situation and just understand that you know. You might get an email, and that's it. Um, So really just making sure that you are doing your part of this, which is even if there's no touch, there's no chance for questions, you're not dealing with a human who's telling you you no longer have a job, making sure you're taking care of your official business. So what documents do you need? What questions do you have? Do you know if you have severance? Do you know um, if you have any kind of health care 
Um, beyond this, some, some employers will let you have your health care until the end of the month. Yeah. Some employers will cut you off immediately. Some employers will say, we'll pay for an extra month. So make sure you get all those details out of the way, even if you're not dealing with a human. Maybe yeah. you have to contact HR. Maybe you have to send an email back. But you need to get all those details, and you need to get them in writing. Um, and so, are, they, so, are they always you know, effective immediately, these layoffs? Um, usually they are. The ones we've seen usually are. But what we're also seeing is oftentimes the layoff is immediate. In, in other words, you're done with your job. But they'll keep you on payroll sometimes for a few weeks, a month, two months. Okay. Um, in which case, you know, you're technically still an employee, even though you're not working. So remember that when you're updating your resume. Um, as long as you're on payroll, you're technically still able to claim them as your employer. Got it. Any room for negotiation, though, in a layoff situation? Like, do the employees have any power in that moment? So that is actually what shocked me the most is one of our experts told us everything is negotiable. Now, whether or not your employer will be open to allowing for negotiations depends on your employer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should try. Um, are there things that, you know, make sense um, based on maybe the amount of work you did or the amount of years you served and maybe maybe you deserve a little bit more severance or maybe, you know, you think that your health care coverage needs to last a little longer? And the way our experts suggest going about doing this is really understanding what the market looks like and what other people in your industry and your job title are getting and then coming armed with data. So the minute you hear of layoffs, start doing that research. That way, when the day comes, you come armed and you say, hey, other people in my industry are getting this. Mm-hmm. This would be really helpful if we could extend this. What can I do to make this happen? And you really should try to negotiate. I mean, the worst that can happen is they can say no. Yeah. Any mistakes that people often make when they get laid off? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Sasha, this was universally told to us by a number of experts is the biggest part of being laid off is not to let your emotions get the Mm, best of you. You must remain calm. It can be a very personal thing. You're getting laid off. It can feel like you worked your hardest and it's unappreciated. Um, It can feel like a reflection of your own work. And remember, none of this is personal. This is all business. It's bottom line. It's literally has nothing to do with your quality of work or who you are as a person. So you just have to look at it as a business deal, take the emotions out of it, because right now you're just a laid off worker and you have plenty of opportunities to go forward and you possibly even use this job as a reference and use your boss as a reference. If you get upset and you get emotional and you make it personal and you start telling people off, well, now you've created a situation where you're not going to have that reference. And if anybody ever talks to your old boss or or connects with your old boss, they might say, this person is very emotional. They went off the handle. I wouldn't hire this person again. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you've created a reason to not be hired in the future. Well, you've given some advice already, Danielle, but any other strategies that you heard from the experts that you spoke with about how folks can get back on their feet and find that next job. So I'm talking once you're ready to go update that LinkedIn and and brush off that resume, what else should you know? Absolutely. Well, uh, our experts first said, you know, it's really important you give yourself that emotional time. And, and for 
different people, that looks like a different amount of time. You may need a day or two to recover. You may need months to recover. You may need weeks. You may not be able to job hunt during that time. Um, but hopefully, uh, if you are trying to get a job pretty quickly, even if you need the time to recover, still be sending those feelers out. Um, if you are trying to get a job quickly, you want to get those feelers out. You want to start working your network um, while you kind of start dealing with the, the psychological effects of, of taking that time for yourself and, you know, um, kind of recovering from that. You want to get public. Um, during this whole process, until you're laid off, you kind of want to keep it to yourself. Once you're laid off, you're fair game. You're trying to get hired. Let people know. Go on LinkedIn. Tell people you're in the hunt. Tell them what you're looking for. Um, you know, whatever social network that you use to connect to other professionals. I say LinkedIn because that's the most commonly used one. But you may be part of associations on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, you may be connected to a, a group of people in your industry on Twitter. Use those networks to say, hey, I'm here. I'm looking. This is what I'm looking for. And, and start just getting out there. Uh, experts really said if you're trying to get hired right after you get laid off, you have to think of this as making your new job getting a job. Yeah. <laughs> so you get up at a normal time, you get going, and job hunting going to is work, another job, your isn't it? Work, yeah. Yep. Your work is to get that job. Yeah. So you know, start preparing your elevator pitch. What is your goal? What do you think you can get done? What are your strengths? What are the things that you can bring to an organization? And can you say it in that one minute and just say, "This is what I am. This is who I am. This is what I'm looking for, and here's what I can do for you." Love that. We'll leave it there. Daniela Brill is a reporter at the Washington Post. Thank you so much for all the advice. Yeah, thanks for having me.